So what we can do as investors is we can offer to buy properties that they own. And what we do is we offer to help them solve problems and we offer to give them convenience. So what I mean by that is, you know, we can come in and we can pay cash. We can, we can close fast and we can buy properties as is. We don't, we don't ask or demand them to, you know, make any repairs or do anything to the property. And in exchange for that convenience, we ask them to give us a discount on the property. And wholesaling is so great because I can go locate a I could not thank you enough for tuning in every week with me on The Dwelling Show. We've been doing this for more than two years now, actually. Um, this is um, when the 200s now about the episode of the show. I just want to take this time out to really thank you so much. But also to remind you that if you're not on the dwelling deal list, make sure you sign up so you don't miss out on deals. Actually, we, we have a deal on the contract right now. So for these kinds of deals to learn more about what, what we're doing, to learn about how we structure deals, feel free to go on the website dwelling.com or investwithola.com and you would see um, a pop-up box or just drop um, your email in the contact us um, form and we'll reach out to you so you'll get plugged in with what we're doing again i really appreciate you for tuning in every week sometimes i feel like nobody is listening on the other side until i get emails or dms from you on instagram or facebook and saying thank you for you know spitting out content every week um, it's a ton of work but i'm so glad to do it and it's my honor to deliver value every week um to you um, our listeners thank you so much thank you so much for joining us on dwelling show i'm your host all the dances. I've got an incredible guest with us today. Hey, David, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on the show today. My pleasure. So yeah, let's jump right into you. Can you kind of tell our um, listeners who you are, what you do, and what you've been doing lately? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is David Dodge. I live out of St. Louis, Missouri, and um, I am a full-time real estate investor. I started investing back when I was 20 and I am approaching 38. So I've been in the game for about 18 years. However, the first 10 years, I was a passive investor. And, you know, what I mean by that is, is, you know, I wasn't doing it full time. Um, I was essentially buying properties off the MLS, paying full retail via, you know, via a real estate agent. And I was just renting those properties out. It was just a way for me to kind of park some money and also get into the game, but it was a slow way to start. And over the last eight years, I've been full-time in this business. And um, now we, my business and I, we love to wholesale properties, we fix and flip properties, and we add properties to our portfolio of rentals using a simple strategy called the Burr Method. So at this point, we do all types of different stuff, uh, but I love to invest in real estate and I love to teach and help other people how they can get started too. Love it. Short and sweet. So let's kind of dig into it a little bit. Um, so you said you're basically buying on the MLS, um, full retail, uh, which is nothing wrong with that. I'm sure you did decent, um, well with those properties because real estate mm -hmm. is forgiving. Um, so let's kind of go back a little bit before then. What were you doing before you started buying real estate? And why did you even bother <laughs> to get into real estate? Yeah, good question. So I started out um, at the age of 20. 
and I started buying rentals because I knew that I wanted to create some sort of passive income. And I knew that rentals were going to be my key to financial freedom. So when I first started out in the game, I was, you know, I was in college. Um, and then, you know, over the next 10 years, I had various jobs working for, you know, working for people or working for companies. I was also an entrepreneur starting out at maybe a young age of maybe 21 or 22. And I had various businesses that I would either own myself or that I'd partner with friends on. And, you know, these were just, you know, businesses like lawn care companies or website development companies or online e-commerce product sales, you know, stuff like that. Nothing too, nothing too exciting. Uh, but during that 10 year period, I was basically, you know, either borrowing money to buy property or saving money up to go buy a property. And I was, I was getting about one a year, you know, and, and it's actually kind of funny because at the end of the 10 year period, I think I owned 12 properties. So I got lucky two years out of 10 because I was able to buy two houses in those years, except instead of one. Right. So at the end of the 10 years, I had 12. And, you know, it was, you know, the, 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 the point in time that was the tipping point where, you know, I went from being a passive investor to an active full-time investor happened about eight years ago. And I was at a RIA club. I went, I love going to local real estate investment clubs. In fact, I'm going to be going to one tonight. I always encourage all my students to go to these clubs and meet other people and make friends. But I was at a real estate club and the guy that was hosting the club, I'm actually going to his club tonight. What are the odds? But the guy that was hosting the club when I first started, he owned 150 single family homes. And I'm just sitting here, I'm thinking, man, it took me 10 years to get to 12. It's going to take me two lifetimes to get to 150. Oh, so, about 150 years, like rough maths, right? Holy cow, that's the rough math, right? So I'm thinking like, man, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Or another way to look at this is, you know, what are these people doing that I'm not? You know, what are they doing that, that is making it to where they can buy so many houses and own so many houses because, you know, a lot of these people that, that are, you know, that own a hundred houses or 200 houses, or I even know some people that own 400 houses, right? They're not from rich families. Like they're not handed millions of dollars. Like they started from zero, just like I did. So essentially started meeting these people and I stumbled into a simple strategy called wholesaling. And wholesaling is a great strategy because it allows you to flip houses without buying them. So for those that don't know wholesaling, um, it's a very, very simple strategy. I love it. Uh, what we do is we go out and we find sellers that are super motivated. You know, they're, they're typically dealing with problems and these problems aren't, they're not good things. Let's be honest for them. You know, they're, they're often dealing with death or divorce or disease or job relocation, or delinquent taxes, or maybe federal or state judgments or tax liens, or maybe they're dealing with, you know, foreclosure or pre-foreclosure. So, you know, again, these aren't problems that I would wish on anybody, but these are reality. These problems are just part of life. So what we do is as an investor and as a wholesaler is 
We try to find these people that have these problems. And then we help off, we offer to help them solve these problems. So what we can do as investors is we can offer to buy properties that they own. And what we do is we offer to help them solve problems and we offer to give them convenience. So what I mean by that is, you know, we can come in and we can pay cash, we can, we can close fast and we can buy properties as is. We don't, we don't ask or demand them to, you know, make any repairs or do anything to the property. And in exchange for that convenience, we ask them to give us a discount on the property. And wholesaling is so great because I can go locate a property from a motivated distressed seller and I can offer to buy that property. And then I can take that contract to purchase that property that I just got signed by that seller. And I can take that and sell it to somebody. So I don't even need to buy that property to, to flip it. I can essentially take that purchase contract, that contract to purchase that property, and I can actually sell that paperwork. And I've sold paperwork and done whole, I've done over 700 wholesale deals over the last eight years. I average about 100 houses a year that I buy in my business. Not all of those get wholesaled. Done about 1,000 transactions in the last 18 years. But over the last, um, over the last eight years, um, we've wholesaled over 700 properties. Now, here's the cool thing. After you get good at finding motivated sellers and marketing and finding deals, wholesaling is a great business. It's a great strategy. But there's a couple downsides to wholesaling. Uh, number one is once you get paid, you're starting over. You got to get back to the drawing board, start doing more marketing, try to find another distressed individual that you can help solve some problems for. So you're essentially on a transaction treadmill. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing, but it's not a great way to build wealth. It's a great way to make an income and make a living, but it's not the best way to go try to build a multi-million dollar portfolio or to really truly get wealthy. So what I do at this point is I cherry pick the best deals that come across our desk from our marketing efforts. And then the ones that we love, the ones that we really like, we keep those as rental properties or we will fix and flip those properties. So we essentially will keep the best and we'll wholesale the rest. Wow. A lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I took a lot of notes, 700 houses. Um, over a thousand transactions those numbers are just staggering um before i mean we you know there's a lot to talk about um so i'm going to try to be as quickly as possible one sure. thing i do want to touch on was you said you had a bunch of like different businesses you partnered on or you started yourself do you by any chance think that that really helped you like when you started doing your full-time real estate business like just the experience dealing with people dealing with partners dealing with customers did that help you in any way? Um, you know, I think everything that we do in our lives leads to more skill, more mindset, more um, experience, obviously, more education to help us be better in the future. So I would go as far as say as yes, everything that I've been through, that I've done, that I've experienced, 
has made me the man that I am today. It's made me the investor that I am today. So, you know, right out of college, I had a job in sales and I only had that job for about a year. And it taught me a lot about sales though. And then the next job I had, I had for about a year. And that was the job traveling around the United States, working for a mobile marketing company, um, traveling all around and, you know, marketing the businesses that they had as clients. And that gave me a lot of experience and a lot of people skills. And then after that, like I said, I had various businesses, you know, cutting grass and doing lawn care and building websites and, you know, buying products online and building e-commerce stores and marketing those stores and all of these things that I did and have done, you know, they gave me, you know, little, little pieces of knowledge that I was able to use and carry on. So, you know, fast forward all the way to, you know, the last couple of years, you know, I started out, you know, full-time eight years ago, but when I did, I wasn't buying rentals. I did that for 10 years, very slowly, right? Very slowly. But when I went full-time into real estate, I kind of let go of that and forgot about it and just jumped into wholesale. And I did that exclusively for about three years. But then I realized, you know what, this, this wholesaling gig is great. I still wholesale a couple deals a month. I'm never going to stop wholesaling property. I love wholesaling, but you know, wholesaling, it's not what I got into real estate for. I got into real estate to buy rentals and to create passive income. So I kind of lost that for a while. But when I decided to go back into buying rentals, now all of a sudden I had this, this new skill set of locating motivated sellers and marketing directly to them and, you know, knowing how to run appointments and make friends and build rapport and use contracts and how to determine repair estimates and all of these things that we really need to know and become good at to become a good investor. So to answer your question, yes, 100,000%, all of these things that I did helped me become, you know, the, the, the person that I am today. If I'm a real estate um, novice or just, you know, real estate, real estate for dummies um, kind of person, mm -hmm. and I'm hearing you saying you've done a hundred, like, you know, 700 you know, flips and a, a thousand transactions. Like, what is that? I'm lazy, right? I have a lazy mindset kind of thinking like, what is that one? Because you keep saying marketing, but what is that nugget that you, that you found out that helps you find motivated sellers? Of course, you have a pattern, right? In, you know, doing all these deals, like doing this volume, you would have found like, you know, one particular thing has really worked, maybe direct mail, maybe SEO, like what is that thing? Um, what would you say to that person? Yeah, you know, um, that's a great question. And all marketing works if you do enough of it. You know, direct mail is great. Cold calling is great. Cold SMS is great. Door knocking is great. Driving for dollars is amazing. Love that strategy. Um, you know, I got radio. I, I freaking ad. love that answer. You're so right. I'm just nodding with you. If you do enough All of it. All of it works. Yeah. yeah. So I would say let's, let's actually rephrase the question. You know, what would be something that I wish I could tell myself today or tell myself, you know, my current self today, tell myself eight years ago, right? That would be a better question. And the answer to that question is number one, there's two parts to this. Number one, this is a marketing business before it's any other business, right? If you want to be a fix and flipper, if you want to be a landlord, if you want to be a wholesaler specifically, 
but not limited to. In order to find deals, you got to market to people. You got you to have a marketing budget. So before it's any other business, before we can even think about investing, we got to get really good at marketing. So number one, this is a marketing business. Number two, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. So obviously, in order to get paid, you got to sell something. But if you buy something at a retail price and you go to fix it up, you might not make any money. You might even lose money. So of course, you get paid when you sell. But guys, you, you make your money when you buy property. And if you are not buying at a discount, ideally a big discount, you're not going to make too much money in this business. So number one, this is a marketing business. Number two, you make your money when you buy. So figure out and learn how to buy deals. And those are two lessons that it took me several, probably I'd say even several years to really fully understand and you know live by those two rules. Wow. Great question. I mean, I re yeah, I really love that. And let's talk about making money. Um, Let's talk about a case study, a deal. You know, I don't care if it's from a few years ago or relatively recently um, that you made the most money or you felt like you really helped someone. Just give us kind of how you found the deal um, and kind of the whole story. Um, yeah, so the, you know, how we find deals, again, we do a lot of marketing. You know, our business spends anywhere from six to 8,000 a month um, on marketing. We, we, we drive for dollars. We send direct mail. We cold call and SMS sellers. We door knock. We drive around and pass out flyers. We go to real estate investment clubs and meetups and network. Um, I have a radio advertisement that is on the radio that, you know, collects, helps get leads that way. Occasionally we'll go do bandit signs. Um, sometimes we will get billboards or we will, you know, do various things like that. So this is a marketing business, but here's the thing. Marketing is really just a fancy word for connecting with property owners. It's really all it means. So at the end, this is what I like to teach my students, right? If, if you want to become a marketer or if you want to start marketing your business, what that means is that you need to start doing activities you need to start doing things that is going to get your phone ringing or you need to spend time ringing other people's phones, period. That's it. There is no secret. There's no magic bullet. There is no potion that we can drink that is going to allow us to do something else and make money or to do deals. We have to get people on the phone. So when it comes to marketing, my team and I, every day, six days a week, let's call it, we're either ringing people's phones or sending text messages or knocking on doors, or we're doing something else, aka marketing, that word, to put the message out into the universe that says, hey, we're looking for people that have properties that we can buy and pay cash and close quick. And if you have a distressed situation in your life, we can help. Call us. So at the end of the day, we're doing a lot of marketing, but all marketing is, is just getting people on the phone. It's that simple. So if we're not ringing people's phones or getting in front of them somehow, some way, we are paying 
to get our message in front of them so they can ring our phones. Whoa, this isn't rocket science, guys. Magic, magic. got to get people on the phone. Okay, yeah, we didn't we didn't get to the case study, but we're definitely definitely dwelling into the quick runs. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. Yeah, no, let's, let's rock it. Let's do yeah, it. You ready? All right, yeah, let's go. Yeah, first question: What makes you David unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? You know, I just try to act with a lot of integrity. You know, like again, I mentioned, I know that a lot of the problems that you know we're helping people solve are unfortunate. So. You know, one thing that separates me is I'm not out here trying to convince a seller to do business with me. I know a lot of people are, and I know a lot of these sales gurus and sales experts are gonna teach you all these tricks and tips to get people to sign your agreement. That's not me. I lead and do deals and have success because my goal is to make friends with people. It's not to sell them. It's not to convince them that I'm the guy that can help them. I show them I'm the guy that can help them. I prove it. So yeah, I think the main thing that differentiates me is I don't have any any tips or tricks for, for sales. I just lead by example. I make friends and I act with integrity. And because of that, people want to do business with me. Awesome. Second question, quick one. What was the last book you read? And what was the one thing you picked up from that book? Uh, necessary endings. I haven't even finished it yet. I started it about three or four days ago. I'm halfway through it. Uh, one thing that I picked up from that book is it's often better to end certain things in your life and in your business and to end them and get and, and to finish it, close the chapter on those things and move on. Even if the decision of ending it is a hard decision, sometimes people may get upset, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if they're not right for your business or you're not right for their business, it's better off to, to cut that cord quick and just move on. So, you know, there's a lot of things in our lives and in, and in our businesses that need to end and it's necessary to end those, but we often kick that can down the road for weeks, months, and often sometimes even years. And, you know, one thing that book has really taught me is if something ain't working, stop doing it, change, pivot and your life's going to be more happy your business is going to be more successful and in the end everybody's going to be better off final question what do you do for fun what do i do for fun oh man i like to fly airplanes i like to snowboard i like to go sailing i like to buy real estate i like to take vacations i like to go fishing i like to go wakeboarding i like to do all the cool fun extreme sports and activities that, are, that we can all do, you know, the, all the possible things that we can do that are like skydiving. I mean, you name it, I'm into it. Nice, nice. If somebody's going, wow, how cool is this guy? I want to get connected with him. What's the best place people can reach out and get to know you more? Yeah, the best place to learn more about me and uh, my program. So again, I like to coach people. I like to help and teach them how to get their first deal or how to buy rentals or to do all these things, right? Um, the best place to learn more about me is to head on over to Wholesaling Inc. Dot com. So that's W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-I-N-G-I-N-C.com. And over there, you can learn more about me. You can learn more about a couple different programs that I have to help people get started in real estate. And if you want to learn more, even you can go over there to that website, wholesalinginc.com, and you can actually book a call 
with myself and my team. And we can jump on the phone with you and we can talk to you about your goals and we can help put together a plan to help you reach those goals. So yeah, wholesalingink.com is gonna be the best place to connect, learn more about me and even book a call. David, what an absolute legend. Thank you so much, appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me. Have a great rest of your day. You too.